Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. This game's going to be kind of intriguing, I think. You got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Los Angeles Rams. We'll see if the Cardinals get back to their little snappy ways that they've been doing. But Matthew Stafford, the big guy I want to talk about here, QB11 for me this week. The highs have had him ranked with Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. He finally has multiple weapons that I think he just go to, be safe with. Great match against Arizona, who can't put a pass rush on anybody whatsoever, giving up the third most fantasy points to the quarterbacks so far far and the fourth most passing yards so it hasn't necessarily been the quarterbacks on the ground that'd be giving up these fantasy points too so yeah Stafford top 12 guy lock him in guys see it any differently no yes love it yeah yep 100 uh Kyron Williams top 12 running back for me this week good chance he gets back to in the end zone and then we got to talk about the Cardinals backfield right now so this is going to be the big one Amari Demarcado um, I do have him ranked at RB 22 tentatively if Keontae Ingram is going to be active this week which he did practice in limited capacity he will be dropping down to my RB 3 we hadn't seen Ingram be active so I was ranking him as if Ingram was not going to be active initially for this week so make sure you check back I'll Coach be up said they expect him to play this week then just to give you that heads up he did. No, I, I did see that alert I'm going to talk to Brian again about it tomorrow of course uh but and not only is so here's a breakdown and you guys can tell me if you see it any differently. If Ingram does play, I expect him to get early down work. I expect him to get the goal line work. Demarcado is already kind of working in on passing downs. I do think he'll get a 30 ish percent of the carry workload. If Keontae Ingram is out there with the passing work, which I still think makes him a top 36 flex play and especially in half point and full point PPR leagues in a game that which, there could be some decent scoring here in this one. Again, the game script is coming out of 48 and a half points. So Vegas is expecting a relatively high scoring game compared to what we've got going on the rest of the weekend. So that's something I'm going to kind of look at there. Uh, the Rams have been tough against running backs, especially passing the football, though. Second least receiving yards to the running backs so far this year. So for everybody who's getting all excited about Amari DeMarcado, I'm not as excited about, especially if he's going to have to share the workload with Keontae Ingram. And I do want to give a quick lesson, and then I want to get this over the chase. Uh, if you don't know who Demarcado even is, because some of you might not, and might have only heard his name for the first time, five foot nine. 215 pounds was Kendry Miller's backup in TCU uh, last year. 
and ran about, I think he ran about a four, four, if I'm remembering that correctly. So mm -hmm. a little bit of speed, but you know, kind of a whole hum undrafted guy. Doesn't really rock off the page for me. Good for him for getting on the field. So chase, what do you make of the Arizona backfield right now? How do you have that ranked? Yeah, no, I, right now I have, I have DeMarcado, uh, at 31 kind of hedging my bets, like you said, against maybe Ingram playing. I don't, I'm not excited about Keontae Ingram. If he plays, I'm not excited no, I'm not. about necessarily either one of them, but um, I, I don't necessarily, we have a pretty limited sample size for Keontae Ingram through two seasons or a season and a half, I guess we could say so far, but he has not shown anything all that special. Whereas, I mean, DiMercato, yeah, I mean, he scored last week. And like you said, oh, he's geez. worked in on the passing passing game. I think if I'm them, I would, if I'm them, but I'm not, I would be giving DiMercato the looks in this game, even with Keontae Ingram active. But, uh, you know, like they did, they did go out and sign Williams. They're trying to, they're trying to make sure that they've got, yeah. I mean, I'm not excited about that or not worried about that either. I'm just saying, I don't think that they necessarily think that they have a one for one replacement for James Conner on the, yeah. on the roster right now. Um, if Ingram doesn't go, I'm much happier about playing DeMarcado. If uh, if Ingram goes, I still like DeMarcado better of the two in terms of what he could produce, but it will definitely cut into his volume for that game. I mean, if you look, I dropped the waiver wire rankings, you know, uh, graphic yesterday. DeMarcado was not in my top 10 as far as running backs as I was going after because I think there's also a pathway. This becomes just a full-blown committee of crappy crappy right. running backs until James Conner comes back. So that's you're, you are kind of running a risk a little bit, I think, uh, to that standpoint. Um, we just get to the wide receivers, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. I have them both as wide receiver ones. Cooper Cup, top five, Puka Nakua, wide receiver 10. Marquise Brown, I have him as a borderline wide receiver three low and wide receiver two you like that josh Dobbs will get him the ball pretty consistently and you can play him chris two two at well i am lower than the ecr when it comes to him i got him at wide receiver 46 they got him at 38 i just think he's a boom or bust guy and i'm worried about his overall target share and it's kind of what i was worried about i was talking about this leading into this moment where cup comes back and instantly he drops from a 22 target share to a 14% last week. And I think that's what he is. He's a big play, boomer bust, DFS, best ball, sure. I don't think you're ever going to know when to play him in redraft. Do you see that any differently? I think it's more a matchup thing. I think the Arizona game particularly, for example, is a game you're not going to – it's definitely boomer bust because you're looking for him to have the big play. The volume is not probably not going to be there because you're not going to need him to have the volume more necessarily. Defense has been pretty good for the Rams. Matches up pretty well versus Arizona offense. On the flip side, Massive has been pretty accurate, has Cooper Cup back, has Nakua, has Kyron Williams. I just think overall, and the Rams run the ball a lot in the red zone, by the way. Um, so I think overall, it's just really hard for two to, you know, two two to be that guy that you want to have versus kind of matchup. But there's other matchups where I think you're going to see it's going to be him or Nakua, depending on who they kind of across from them. Last week versus the Eagles, I mean, it definitely helped the matchup when Nakua was facing. So I think that's why you definitely saw, you know, the difference in the targets. I think Nakua still will be the higher targeted guy for sure and more you know, consistent guy. But Tutu's not going to go away. He's still going to be that third receiver. He's the guy who can actually stretch the field in this offense. Hopefully someday they could be kind of old Ram style where you used to have three receivers who could eat. Used to. I just haven't seen that in such a long time. I'm not counting on it necessarily now. Uh, Michael Wilson, I'm still stashing him, not playing him. We have to see him get utilized more consistently, but I'm not ready to drop him yet either. So keep him on your rosters. Zach, uh, Zach Ertz is a top 12 tight end. In fact, I actually have him at a uh, top nine going into this week. Somebody who's been getting a ton of volume 
here as well. Higby, I think you can find better options than Higby, yep. especially now that Cooper Cup is back. I don't like the volume slice that's presented to him in this one. Let's head to our next matchup. 